0: We've come to the end of the first part of our 55th ANC National Conference. As you heard, the steering committee has decided and you've approved and decided as conference to accept the proposal from the steering committee that we should adjourn and not end, but adjourn this conference and to continue our work on the 5th of January. This is not unusual. We've held a number of conferences throughout the country that were part-held and adjourned for finalization at a later stage. And the reasons have been set out very clearly and put before us. And I'd like to thank conference for agreeing that we should adjourn this conference to the 5th of January. Thank you very much for that. Conference, as it rises again on the 5th of January, will then be followed by the celebration of the 111th anniversary of the ANC, on the 8th of January, in Mangaung, in the Free State, in 2023. Comrades, this conference has, in many ways, proven to be a watershed moment in the life and the history of our movement. At this conference, through the discussions that we have held both in plenary as well as in our commissions. The discussions have been robust, and at times they have been quite loud and noisy, but they have always sought to unite all of us. And through our deliberations at this conference, we have chosen the path of renewal, to rebuild our movement and to restore the values that have been handed down the ages and the years by our forebears. And the path of principled unity is what we've also upheld in the finest traditions of the African National Congress. We came from different provinces, different branches, holding different views and indeed different mandates of who needs to be chosen to lead this organization. We also came with different proposals on the policies that should be pursued. But as always, we've ended up as a united organization, much to the surprise of those who don't wish us well. There have, yes, been attempts to divide us, to provoke us and to divert us from the tasks that we must undertake in advancing our national democratic revolution. There have been moments at this conference that have tested our unity and cohesion. But I can testify to the fact that this conference is going to continue solidifying our unity, and our cohesion as the African National Congress. And thanks to the political consciousness, and for the most part, the discipline amongst yourselves as delegates, in that whatever differences amongst us that we may have had, these did not distract us from the critical work that the people of this country expect and require of us. The branches have spoken by choosing the leadership that will emerge from here. That is the way of democracy in the African National Congress. And once the branches have made their choice, all of us are expected to fall in line and embrace and accept the decisions that have been taken here. And indeed, it is the ANC that has spoken. The strong democratic tradition that underpins the founding of our movement has been victorious once again. During our expansive discussions that started in our branches, in our policy conference, and that continued in the commissions that we had, we have defined the actions that we must take to confront the challenges of the present moment and the challenges that we are bound to face in the future. On the 8th of January, 1959, the great revolutionary Fidel Castro gave a rousing speech on his arrival in Havana following the victory of the Cuban Revolution. Addressing the Cuban masses, he said, the people are greatly affected by whether we are going to make a good job of this revolution or if we are going to make the same mistakes as in the last revolution or the one before that or even the one before that one. And he continued, and so we will suffer the consequences of our mistakes since there are no mistakes which do not affect the people and no political mistake which does not have to be paid for sooner or later. As the African National Congress, we have made mistakes and we've made, had some missteps and we have paid for them in many, many ways. But even having found ourselves on the brink, we have been able to pull ourselves back. And we have been able to come back from where many people thought we would stumble and fall forever. Because we know there is no greater task yet to be fulfilled, And that task is building a better South Africa that leaves no one behind. This conference has reaffirmed that purpose and that mission. There is no other reason for the existence of the African National Congress than to unite, to mobilize, and more principally to serve the people of South Africa. That is what the ANC exists for. And let us be clear that there's no other reason for us to join the ANC, and there's no other reason for us to seek or accept election to positions of leadership within its ranks other than to serve the people of this country. Consistent with this mission, The delegates to this conference have discussed proposals that will accelerate radical social and economic transformation. The deliberations and the conclusions from our policy conference have placed the needs and the interests of our people first, especially the working class and the poor. We have outlined the steps that we must take to build an economy that serves all South Africans and an economy that bridges the huge gap between wealth and poverty, between privilege and disadvantage, between black and white, and between men and women. We have agreed to consider a combination of measures which could include a number of interventions that needs to be made to grow our economy, including incentives, tax rebates, and a compact with the private sector to accelerate the growth of our economy and also to speed up infrastructure rollout in a much bigger way than we have in the recent past. We've also decided that we will embark on a number of other interventions to ensure that our rural areas and our townships become areas of economic activity. We are committed to supporting the economic development, yes, of our rural areas through, amongst other things, working together with our traditional leaders to implement the Invest Rural Master Plan. This conference has expressed impatience at the pace of change and has given our deployees in government, in parliament and in legislatures and across society an instruction to act with extraordinary effort, extraordinary urgency and purpose to implement the proposals that have been emerging in our commissions which will also be confirmed when we meet again on the 5th of January. This conference sets out the path to a society in which every child receives a quality education and in which every person has access to healthcare regardless of the ability to pay. In other words, it is quite clear that the decisions that we have taken in the past to implement the National Health Insurance have to be speeded up and have to be implemented without any fail. Our deliberations also set out the path to comprehensive and sustainable social protection and to the provision of yes, affordable housing and basic services for all. We realize more clearly that the failure of basic services in various parts of our country have increased the lack of confidence that our people have in the African National Congress. And that is why this conference Having deliberated on this, we'll finalize its decisions in January that we must pay attention to service delivery and quality service delivery to be delivered to our people throughout the country. We've also deliberated on the actions that we must take to once and for all redress the original sin of land dispossession. We have agreed on a number of measures which will be confirmed to accelerate land reform and to provide support for the productive use of the land. We undertake land reform not only because justice demands it, but because it is necessary or rather, a necessary condition for the growth of an inclusive economy that can realize the potential of our plentiful natural resources and the capabilities of our people. This conference has also had thoroughgoing discussions on the safety and security of the people of our country. We have outlined steps. To further strengthen our police service and other law enforcement agencies to improve the effectiveness of our criminal justice system and to improve the security of our borders as well. We have reaffirmed that ours must be a police service and not a police force, and we have agreed to overhaul and harmonize our immigration laws to meet the new challenges facing our country. Crime is a problem of society and requires mobilization of all social formations, all communities and all individuals in a sustained effort to end it. We must strengthen community policing forums and coordinate more effectively the work of businesses, trade unions, community-based organizations, traditional leaders, women's organizations, youth formations, and faith-based organizations as well. To also be involved in the effort to fight crime. We must mobilize all these formations to be an integral part also of the fight against gender-based violence and femicide. This conference has, through the various discussions, provided guidance on the strengthening of the National Strategic Plan on Gender-Based Violence and Femicide and provided clear direction To our structures and to our employees in government on further steps that need to be taken to end this pandemic of gender-based violence and femicide. Delegates have said that the future of our country demands that we prioritize the development and empowerment of the young people of our country. In addition to the work already underway We need to ensure equal access to high and tertiary education and should establish more TIVET colleges and technical high schools, and should also be establishing more universities in various parts of the country. This conference has reiterated our commitment to a better Africa and a better world. And the steps that will need to be taken will be further elaborated as we receive the reports of the commissions in January. This 55th conference has placed the position of women, both within the ANC and in society, firmly on the center of our national election we must welcome the fact that three of the top seven officials elected by yourselves are women. Now, this is great progress, but it is not enough. I am not entirely happy that we have still got much fewer women attending conference as delegates. We need to improve on that and have equal number of men and women in our conferences. We should not rest until we have achieved full equality in all our structures of our movement equality in terms of representation or participation, and also of opportunity. Comrades, this is something that we need to focus our attention on more closely. That as we set up structures, and to end corruption, come to conference. This is an area that we need to watch more closely so that the equality that we speak of must be practiced firstly by the african national congress our discussions at this 55th conference have taken a firm stance against corruption as well we have recognized that corruption within the anc is indeed a dire threat to the continued existence of our organization and to the future of the National Democratic Revolution. We have recognized the great progress that has been made over the last five years in tackling corruption within our ranks, within the state, and across society. But we have also acknowledged that we have not done enough to end corruption, to reverse the effects of state capture, and to deal with the corrosive effects of the ANC and institutions across society. We have said that government should consider establishing a vibrant and independent anti-corruption agency as a structure to address issues of corruption across the country. And this has largely been welcomed by people in our country. We have stated our determination at this conference to take all necessary steps to address this problem. We know from our recent experience that such actions can be difficult and they can also be painful. We know that these actions may be met with opposition and that they may increase discord within our own structures. But as this conference in the deliberations that we've had has recognized we have no choice. We either deal with this problem or we perish as an organization. While this 55th conference has paid great attention to the difficulties that confront our nation today, it has also taken time to look towards the future. Our discussions, on the Vision 23, 2023, presented here, have positioned the ANC as the movement of tomorrow. We have anticipated and are anticipating how our society and our world will change, and uh, we have taken time to envision the organization that will be required to organize and to advance and to thrive in those circumstances of the future. We are not content to merely observe change that will unfold. This Vision 2032 is taking us along a route of setting out a roadmap through which we will contribute to the direction and the pace of social and economic change. This roadmap will outline the work that we must undertake, starting now, to make the ANC an ever more effective agent of fundamental transformation. Five years ago in this very hall, we set out on a journey of rebuilding, of reuniting and renewing our country. There's a delegate who was present at the 54th Conference from the Free State. Soon after we were elected, he ran up to the stage and stood here and said very loudly and clearly to me that, President, we want you to unite the African National Congress. That delegate is here again today. And he has expressed that same wish again, that President focus on uniting the African National Congress. And that is precisely what I see my task as, as President of the African National Congress, to unite this organization. Since 2017, it has been a difficult journey. We have encountered many challenges in seeking to forge this unity. At times, we have met fierce resistance. We made a number of errors along the way, but we have remained true to the course of the restoration of our movement. This 55th National Conference has confirmed that we are on the right path, but more than that, this conference has made a clear call for greater urgency and greater action, particularly in uniting and renewing the African National Congress. The delegates, as all of you have convened here, you view the ANC as an organization that must be renewed, yes, and must be united. We need, as we move on, to resolve A number of challenges that confront our country but we also know that we can only confront those challenges if we are a united organization if the ANC is divided it will never be able to unite the people of South Africa if the ANC is divided it will never be able to build an economy that can create jobs We need, yes, to act with resolve to ensure that we address the turmoil, for instance, of load shedding that is taking our economy backwards. We also need to remove the obstacles to faster economic growth and job creation. We need to act against those public representatives and officials who are delaying vital reforms that we need to build to we need to fix our schools and our hospitals our roads and our water infrastructure yes we need to close those potholes even as the secretary general is now moving to a new position from his position as Minister of Transport where he's been seeking to close potholes. We need to also employ people because they are competent, because they are committed, not because they are connected to other people. We need to professionalize the public service and the patronage that may have existed in the past should come to an end. People must be appointed because they have the ability, the capability of serving our people, and that must be the standard. And we must show no mercy to those who steal money from the poor whoever they are and wherever they are. This is the definitive mandate that I have seen and heard emerging from discussions at this conference. And we are bound by our commitment to the ANC and to the people of South Africa to fulfill that responsibility. As we have come to the, first, the end of the first part of this conference, As we adjourn this conference, and will hold the second and last part in January on a hybrid fashion, we return to our provinces, to our branches, filled with the commitment that indeed the African National Congress must continue to serve the people of our country. And I'd like to wish, I want to thank those who have done a great deal of work to make this conference possible. It isn't often easy to have a conference of more than 4,600 people. Those who have committed time and effort, and I know that many people have not slept for hours, I want to thank them. I want to thank the electoral committee, who also have not slept for hours, making sure that the election process at this conference proceeds well. The technical staff, the marshals, the security officials, and the many service providers. But I also want to thank the donors, who contributed to ensure or enable this conference to happen. I wish to thank the media for their coverage of this conference. I got to hear that there were up to 900 media representatives, completely unprecedented to have so many from all over the world. And I wish to thank them for their coverage of this conference, ensuring that all South Africans have an opportunity to follow the proceedings of this very important event in the life of our country. And I wish to thank our alliance partners, representatives of civil society who've been present here and guests from fraternal organizations and from the international community and from the diplomatic corps who've been with us over the past five days. I wish to thank all branch members whose wishes and aspirations have been represented here. For many months throughout the country, tens of thousands of ANC members have been meeting in preparation for this conference. They have elected their delegates, nominated their leadership candidates, and conducted extensive discussions on the policy priorities of our organization. In doing so, they have participated in a historic democratic process that is more extensive, more vibrant, and more thorough than that of any other political formation in our country. There is none that gets close to the processes that we go through in the African National Congress. Aiko Fanane ANC. <laughs> Lastly, I wish to thank you, the delegates, for having so diligent, uh, diligently rather, represented the mandate of your branches and your structures. <clears throat> and as we went through many Lizema campaigns, I kept saying that to our branch members that they must choose delegates who will, when they come to national conference, stay in conference, not go around partying all over, represent their branches. And I am able to say you all have done exactly that. And thank you very much. And I wish to thank you for having and congratulate you as well for having placed our movement firmly on the path of fundamental renewal and rebuilding. Returning to Comrade Fidel Castro's 1959 victory speech, he asked the gathered revolutionaries what they expected to achieve. And he asked, what is just ambition and a desire to command? Was it to take over the reins of power, just to be able to drive around in limousines, to own mansions, or to live like kings, he asked? Or was it about self-sacrifice, about being willing to give up all and receive nothing in return? Was it about being ready to give up everything and continue on the austere path of the genuine revolutionary. As a movement, we have, at many points in recent times, had to ask similar questions of ourselves. What we hoped to achieve at this 55th conference was to unite our movement, to give momentum to the process of renewal, and to recommit ourselves to serving the people of South Africa. That is what we have done. We are emerging stronger as the ANC, but we know that our work is far from done. Now, more than ever, history demands that each one of us demonstrates that the unity and renewal of our movement is indeed an imperative. This should give us that sense of duty to serve our people, our country with no expectation of anything in return but to earn the confidence and the trust of our people. So this national conference has affirmed what the people of this country believe and desire that the ANC must be united, it must be renewed. They also have a deep desire that the ANC should continue living and that the ANC should continue leading. That is what our people desire. Thank you very much. Go well. Homewards. Amanta. Amanta. Thank you, comrades.